On this episode of Expand with Jenna Brown, we will go deep into the reality of attaching to the things we think we want and how to actually manifest without creating suffering for yourself. And the key to this, before I go too deep into it, is to actually go into the emotional reality. And when you go into the emotional reality, you begin to detach from what you think it needs to show up physically as. So enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Expand with Jenna Brown podcast. I'm so excited to be here on a solo podcast with you today talking all about attachment. (laughs) Um, This is a different type of attachment talk than the one I gave a few podcasts back ago, where we were talking about attachment style that lives within your nervous system. So within that podcast episode, um, I believe it was podcast six, maybe five, we were talking about how your nervous system is passed down to you by your mother and how your attachment to like people, right? We were talking about the attachment and how that actually creates a nervous system program within your body um, of how you relate to the world. While this does tie into what I'm talking about today, so it's definitely beneficial to listen to that episode if you have not yet listened to it. I'm talking about this in a different way. So when I say attachment, what I'm really talking about is the idea that attachment is the route to all suffering. So here's the caveat. I actually believe that we came here as soul, as source, as creator, as God, as universe, whatever we're calling ourselves. I believe we came here to experience a human experience. And within that human experience, essentially what I mean is we came here to experience relationship to one another that includes emotion, which also will include suffering and harmony and peace and love and joy and all of the amazing things. But I believe that we came here to experience being human. Like that's it. I don't think we came here to save the world. To be honest, I think this is all pretty much an illusion, a hologram that we live inside of, but that's a podcast for another day. What I really want to talk about is how essentially like how, when we get attached to something, how that creates suffering for us and how to alleviate that suffering and how to know what you're attached to and how to really um, manifest something without becoming so attached that you end up creating a lot of suffering and actually resistance in your body to actually having the thing that you desire. So we are um, trained, quite literally trained, conditioned to the outcome of life, to um, identities, to the way that we think things need to go or how they need to happen. We're trained to attach them because we are addicted to suffering. Now, if you've heard me or anyone else talk about the matrix, when we talk about the matrix, we're actually talking about an addiction to suffering. So you may have noticed by now the matrix living within like inside of you, the matrix that you were born and raised in most likely the matrix that you watch the world be in right now. It is very, very, very apparent and will be for quite some time, quite a few years. You'll be able to see like two different realities playing out all the time. Sometimes that's within yourself. A lot of times that's within the reality that you're seeing around you because people are quite literally choosing a reality of suffering or reality of thriving. When we are manifesting and we're moving from this space of I'm living my life suffering or I'm living my life living in scarcity, when we are manifesting a life of ease or a life of of simplicity or a life of abundance or a life of wealth, whatever that word is or thing is for you, when we're manifesting that, 
I always say we're responsible for the what, but not for the when or how. And actually when we are attached to the when, so when it's going to happen, when I need to have it happen by, and the how of how it's going to happen, like when we go into the mind and then try to make it happen through our mind, that's actually when we create suffering and resistance for ourselves. So you might be like, sweet. Uh, thanks a lot. I have no idea what that means or how to not do that. Um, but essentially what this is, is this lifelong journey of learning trust, learning how to surrender and release attachment to the how and when and leave that up to the universe. However, in the same breath, in the same hand, you're holding the reality that you are the universe and you are literally creator of your reality. So you do get to choose the program. Like you do, I always am telling people like your mind is a computer, like your subconscious mind, it's not a joke. Like it's actually a computer. <laughs> it's actually not, um, I mean, it does hold your emotions, it houses your emotions, but you can program it. You have been programmed like a computer where your childhood reality was like a hard drive that was put into your subconscious mind, AKA your body, that then just recreates itself over and over again. Um, you can reprogram that computer. That's what I do with subconscious reprogramming. You literally can reprogram that computer. So you reprogram it to be able to receive the outcome. You don't necessarily, you're not in charge of the how and the when. And when we come from chaos or when we come from a space of masculine shields that we had to adapt into or adopt into our life so that we could control our reality, that can be really hard to let go and allow ourselves to surrender to actually experience life without attachment to the how and to the when. So I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to go into all of the things in life that you think you own. Like, what do you own? You might look at your house. Maybe you own your house. Maybe you own your car. Maybe you have a money in your savings account that you think you own that. Maybe even your children. We usually think that we have our children, like we own them to an extent. Your body, even your investments, your clients that have signed up with you. What are all of the things you can think of that you feel like you have? And when I say have, I mean like you own, like you, you, you have them. This is intense and can be really triggering, but you don't actually own anything. Having, in general, having, owning is an illusion that keeps you in a suffering matrix of control equals safety. If I can control it, then I am safe. I cannot tell you in myself and in the amount of times working with clients, the illusion of when I have this, then I will feel X. When I have $10,000 months, then I will feel safe in my body. When I have a million dollars in the bank and in investments, then I will feel um, satisfied. And that is a fucking illusion. It's not real. It is the reality that you're choosing to see the world through, but you will get all of those things and you will never feel that way. And this is because this is the backwards way of manifesting. In order to manifest the life that we desire, we have to realize that everything we desire it's really like a smoke screen for a feeling or an emotion that we want to have. Nine times out of 10, when we are wanting money, it's because we want safety. We want to feel safe in our bodies. Nine times out of 10, we've lived a life of scarcity, aka chaos, aka dopamine addiction, creating a reality that then transfers onto work or entrepreneurship where 
we stay in a hustle mode, even if we say it's not, or it transforms into like all these different versions of it, where we're in this scarcity of like, I don't know when it's going to come, but once I, once it's for sure here and like here for good, and I have this amount of money, then I'm going to feel this way. And the illusion there is like, you'll get there. And I've done this before where I was like, Oh, once I have three grand in monthly revenue, I'm going to feel safe. Oh, once I feel I have five grand, I'm going to feel safe. Oh, once I have 10 grand, I'm going to feel safe. I've done all of those. And I still woke up being like, damn, I still have so much insecurity in my nervous system because I still don't feel totally safe. So when we think we have something, so even like, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of things I'm saying I have right now in my life. Like I have this level of business or I have this person in my life or I have this. And that's all such an illusion that actually creates this sense of controlling. And now it's like all clicking for me, even as I'm saying this of, Once I created a six-figure business, there's this aspect of, I have to control it now. (laughs) Shit. Even as I'm saying this, I'm like, fuck. There's this aspect of, I have to control it now so that I can recreate this over and over again. And going back to the podcast, a couple of podcasts ago about how deep down we really just fear losing it. Whenever that fear of loss comes in, which is really common with new levels that you hit, whether income or like clients or in your business or in your life, whenever that fear of loss comes in, you'll naturally switch over into like hypervigilant control. Like I have to control this so that then I can feel safe. I have to control this so that I can feel safe. The crazy thing is, is we could even want to manifest money into our reality so that we can control it so that we can feel safe, which none of those are by soul, right? All of those are ego. So that's probably why it's really, if you're like, wow, it's really hard for me to do this. It's probably because it's ego. Having is an illusion that keep like thinking you have something and own it for like ever is an illusion that keeps you in a suffering matrix of control equals safety. If I can control my reality, then I am safe. So there's this aspect where I'm teaching you, like you literally can control, like you are the creator of your reality. But then there's also this aspect that I'm teaching you that like, you're a co-creator of your reality. (laughs) You're co-creating with universe, with your higher self, with God, whoever is your source that is not connected to the ego version of you. And it is connected to soul and it is connected to um, source. And it is connected to this aspect of purity that transcends beyond this dimension. So this might be triggering, but If you own nothing, your energy is open to flow, to give, to receive. I can't tell you the amount of times I've experienced in my life, in my business, where I have got to a point, quote unquote, I like hit my next level. And then I think I own that next level. And then I create so much suffering and like stagnancy within my energy and business because I'm like, I have to keep recreating it in my mind. And then I'm also like, I end up blocking energy from like money energy from coming to me because I'm trying to control it, right? Because I'm trying to like reproduce it from the mind, something that happened not in the mind. We think that when we have a future amount of money, usually savings, et cetera, when we have keyword have, have quote unquote air quotes, a certain amount of money, a partner, children, savings accounts, a way that people view us and a a number of followers on the Instagram that we will feel a certain way. But the truth is, is you never do. You literally never do. You will get that. And then you will attach your mind will naturally attach to something else, the next level, and then convince you over and over again that you don't have it, quote unquote, have it. 
So therefore you are continually keeping that feeling of safety, of security, of whatever it is that you are wanting away from you. So I want you to think first and foremost about what is the feeling that you associate with the thing, the next manifestation that you desire to have. I always ask this question when somebody's manifesting something in their life. So maybe it's a level of income, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a way of expressing yourself. Maybe it's a number in something in your business or a metric. What is the feeling you think you're going to have? So this for me, historically, when it's been like the next level, it's not this anymore, but um, back in the day when it was the next level of income, it was because I felt like I was finally going to feel safe in my body. I was going to feel safe with money and I was going to feel safe with my body. But the thing, the tricky thing about money is money's always flowing and it wants to flow and it wants to circulate and money wants to work. It doesn't want to just like stay put forever and ever. And so like, I had to get comfortable with this reality that money flows in and out and it shifts and changes forms. Like for instance, I always teach that like money never leaves you. It literally never leaves you. It's an amount of energy that you can hold in your field and it never leaves you. It's just simply shifting forms. So for instance, if I'm like, oh, I just spent $300 at the grocery store, that money just came back to me in the form of food, fresh food in my pantry. And when I eat that fresh food, it becomes energy in my body, which then creates inspiration for my business, which then creates a product out into the world, which then I'm giving back money for the product, right? Money is just changing forms. It's not ever going anywhere. So this is why when we create, when we expand our capacity to receive inside of our body, our cells, you're like quite literally expanding your aura to receive more energy, to hold more energy. And it's just essentially, you're able to circulate more energy. But can you see how, if you're a person who's obsessed with having and controlling and like not allowing anything to flow and circulate, how you won't ever be creating more of it because you can't expand if you just like are stagnant and stuck. If it grows, it's naturally creating that space where it expands your aura to receive more. So um, when you think about that, that way that you think you're going to (laughs) feel, that you assume you're going to feel, this feeling state, right, is actually what you create outside of the attachment to the thing, outside of the attachment to the how and the when you're going to get it. So I'm going to use an example of like really popular in business right now is to get to a 10K month. That's like a big thing. You probably know that if you're listening. So getting to a 10K month is a big thing. And that means you have a six-figure business and a 10K month is like a staple for whatever reason in people's ego minds of like, I will have made it when I got to 10K months. And then what's hilarious is like, we get to 10K months and we're like, I haven't made it. I suck. I need to like make hundred K months or whatever. And you start to realize like, oh, this is actually just my own hamster wheel, my own matrix of suffering that I create for myself by being attached to the outcome of this is what I have to have in order to feel successful, valued, worthy, happy, significant, secure, safe. And then you're like, oh shit, now I have to go recreate that. Oh my God. Now I have to like, how do I do that double? How do I do that triple? Right. And we become obsessed with attaching to the outcome, the money amount, when we don't realize that the reason you wanted that in the first place is because you desired to feel something you desired within your human experience to feel a certain way. So asking yourself, what is the thing that you want that you're manifesting? And what is the feeling state that you desire to have that you think you're going to have with it? The trick is, is to create that feeling state right now, today, without that thing. So if it's happiness, beautiful. If it's joy, beautiful. If it's safety, beautiful. For me, it was safety. So what I worked so hard on, like I spent months on this last year was creating safety in my body. And I got to the point where I was like shocked 
Like it felt so realized in my body that I had 10 K months that I couldn't believe when I would go look at the bank account that it wasn't sitting there. Like I was like, huh? How's that happening? <laughs> Cause it felt so real to my body. That's always a great place to be by the way. But in order to get there, you have to, you have to be, begin to create that feeling state. So um, for me, it was safety. And it was really looking at like how I outsourced my safety and how I thought that money was going to make me feel safe. But what the truth is, is that I needed to feel safe inside of my body, no matter what the scenario was, what began to become reflected to me, which was really uncomfortable to feel and realize and humbling was that the reason I didn't was because of my attachment nervous system, which plug into that other episode was that I actually didn't feel safe in relationship at all. And I was like, damn, I've been married for nine years. (laughs) I have three kids and I never feel, I rarely ever feel safe in my home reflected back to childhood. I never felt safe in my childhood home unless I was in my room by myself. So what needed to happen? Well, money is, money is completely neutral. However, what I've learned in my experience of working with so many women in their wealth journeys is that we actually project our relationship trauma onto money. Why? Because everything in life is a relationship. You literally came here as a human being to experience relationship. And at the very foundational issue of your money problems, of your business problems is a relational issue that's stored within your nervous system. So if you were anxiously attached to money, you were anxiously attached to somebody in your childhood and you're projecting that into money, the relationship with money. And what ultimately needs to happen is the healing with inside of you feeling safe in relationship with yourself, your body, your home, your vessel, no matter what the circumstances are so that then you can create from a place of safety. You can receive from a place of safety instead of expecting that thing outside of you to give you a sense of safety because it will literally never happen that way. Literally ever. This is why you could see people with millions and millions and millions of dollars and still totally anxiously upset, anxiously attached, totally like their lives are fucked up because they aren't receiving. They're getting, or it's so like just mind blowingly numb to them that they are, they're not in a relationship with themselves at all. Or they're just obsessed with that next level dopamine hit. So identifying the feeling that you associate that you think you're going to have, right? And then creating that feeling state. So you might be like, okay, cool. How do I create that feeling state? It's going to depend what your feeling is that you're like, this is what I actually really think I'm going to feel when I have fill in the blank. If it's safety, I want you to start to create safety in your body. If it is joy, I want you to start to do more things that are joyful. And no, they don't have to cost money. Like they can be free, right? If it is um Time, I want you to start to prioritize time in your life. If it is more quality time with your kids, I want you to start to make your time that you do have with your kids more quality. And when you make these subtle 1% shifts, you will literally watch your whole entire world change. Why? Because as you shift that, you create a new reality that says, this is my foundation. This is my blueprint. This is how I live my life. And so everything that is on that same vibration, the law of vibration states this, everything that is in that similar vibration is naturally magnetized to you. If you don't feel safe with money, you're going to think that money is going to be the thing that makes you feel safe, right? So you'll naturally keep playing out this really dysfunctional relationship with money because you'll never feel safe with money until you feel safe with yourself, until you feel safe without money. Money just shows up as a mirror. So when we create this feeling state outside of the attachment to the thing, we then are letting go of the how and the when. And naturally the what is just magnetized to you. Whatever it was that you were desiring is naturally just magnetized to you. 
when you are connecting with a feeling state, and this is the science behind it, when you are connecting with the feeling state, you're actually connected to your quantum energy field because quantum is, is emotional. And so when you're in that emotional quantum energy field, you're actually connecting with infinite possibilities. So you're literally like operating in the quantum realm where you realize absolutely every single path, every single decision, every single thing is a possibility. You get to decide what that is essentially. And when you move into the feeling state, you're naturally there. When you're up in your head and your ego, you're trying to make it and force it to happen. You're not, you're not there. So this is why when we say like, when you're meditating, when you're doing a hypnosis, when you're tapping, when you are um, using pleasure energy, when you're doing sex magic, any of these things, you're literally creating that feeling state as normal. You're creating new neural pathways in your brain. And the more times you take that neural pathway, the more times your, your brain rewires and you start to see that reality in your reality. And the more that you're actually operating in the quantum realm, which is what we all are. And now you are open to receive the vibration of whatever it is that you're calling in. The other way is what the world has taught you is literally the suffering matrix that teaches you how to produce through work to get, you earn it, you get it, and then you have it and you own it. Every single one of those words is like a control word. It's based on, on a control fear vibration. When you move into a feeling state of this is this, the, like, I want to feel safety and you create safety as a baseline foundation, like that just becomes your focus is creating safety in your body, no matter what, then you naturally, because safety is what unconditional love for yourself, feeling safe allows you to move out of the, the root chakra of like, I have to live to survive. It allows you to self-actualize in your life and actually be the person that you're meant to be outside of like, I have to literally survive in life. And when you do that, you naturally become this vibrational match. Now, a caveat that I always give is like, I'm not a teacher that's like, you have to be high vibe to get all of the things because first and foremost, I have an emotional wave in human design. And so I'm constantly going from high to low to neutral. Um, and if you have an emotional wave, you are as well, even if you're unconscious to it. And so for me, that's why that never resonated of like, I have to be quote unquote high vibe to get what I want. I'm saying the more that you create the foundation and the normalcy for your body to experience the emotion you assume that you're going to have with a thing, you actually release the detachment to the thing because you're like, oh, I don't even really care anymore if I get all that money because I already feel so safe in my body. You release that attachment and then the thing just flies into your reality <laughs> because you've already become, then you've become an energetic match for it. So you are in control of the what. It's just immediately when you're like, I want this, then your ego mind is like, great, this is how we're going to get it. And it tries to attach to the outcome, attach to the when and the how, and it tries to work like double, double the time to actually create that into the reality that you're seeing. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. If you are looking for love from anywhere outside of you, you're probably not looking for love. If you're looking for love anywhere outside of me, you're probably not looking for love. Most of us are not seeking love, which is really fun. I mean, it's not fun. Uh, it's, it's not fun to realize that about yourself. We're actually seeking approval, ownership, control, and attachment. Why? Because attachment makes us think we have some type of control over the when and the how, and we don't. We have a control over the what. But even like the what doesn't show up until we re release control over the when and the how. This was a lot of my inspiration that came from a book called Money is an Illusion. It's a really great book. I highly suggest it. And just so many aspects of what we think 
we are creating are just not, they're not it y'all. And I say this with love because I've been there and honestly, like almost, I can't even think of one thing that actualized in my reality until I finally was just like, it's fine. I get to have it. And it just is coming like whenever it's here, it's great. So the very first rules, quote unquote, of manifesting are get to know your what, like, what is it that you actually want? What are the desires you actually have? Tap into them. If you're not familiar with them, start to play pleasure and play, get into your feminine energy. It's pleasure and play your childlike energy. It's going to help point you to, it's going to help point you to your desires because the feminine energy within you always wants more. And when you're pointed into the desires, then you'll be able to see, okay, this is what I want. And then I want you to ask that question. What is behind it? What is the feeling you assume you're going to have behind it? And then start to create that, that feeling as normal for you as a foundational blueprint for you. And not just that way, like in multiple different ways. And as you create that as a normal foundational principle in your life, your reality will just naturally start to shift and shape and form that way. I have an example of, let's see, this was probably like two and a half years ago. Um, We stopped going to church and we had like a whole Sunday open and we're like, what do we do? We had literally been going to church for 10 years and like serving the whole day. Like it was like a day of work. It was not a day of rest. And we're like, oh, wow, we have all this time. What do we do on Sundays now? And we decided that we were going to start hiking as a family. So we would make a big breakfast every Sunday and then we go out hiking. And it's funny because at this time I was like not a nature person. I really never went outside that much because I was always working. Um, and I really never went outside and I started to prioritize because I had this like gap in my schedule. I made space. <laughs> this is so fun. I made space and I was like, okay, well, let's fill this with going into nature. Little did I know that going into nature every Sunday would literally change everything in my life. Literally everything. Like she literally healed me. I learned so many depths and truths about the law of rhythms and the law of patterns and so many universal principles. Like I didn't have words for at the time, but I learned so much about them by being in nature every week. Not to mention I was regulating my nervous system. I was getting my children into nature. And then it became this launch pad because we realized, oh my gosh, we love this. Like we love being outside with our family. And then it ended up us like literally being inspired to what if our whole life looked like we like just traveled and hiked everywhere, which then led to the idea of getting an RV and traveling the US, which is what we did. And so we did that for a year. We traveled the US and we hiked all over the US which led us to Sedona where we now live. And when we got to Sedona, we were obsessed with all the trails here and all the nature. And now I'm like looking at my house as I record this podcast out of every single one of my windows, there's mountains. We live in the red rocks in Sedona. It's so beautiful where we live, like un- insane, beautiful, breathtaking. And I always laugh. Cause I'm like, if I would have never just been like, let's go outside on a Sunday. Cause I want to start to make that feel normal to my body. Now it's like, I can't even imagine not living in a beautiful place, (laughs) but at the time I was used to living, not somewhere beautiful. And it was through this nervous system, emotional attunement to being one with nature, to experiencing grounding every day, to, um, seeing beautiful things, to being inspired by beautiful nature, to becoming the type of person that prioritizes being in nature That's so normal to me now, but like only two and a half years ago, that was so weird. How did that happen? Well, because I said, I want to be this type of person, but I didn't attach to any type of outcome. 
I just allowed myself to take 1% shifts to become more and more like that type of person, right? 1% shifts to um, create that emotional state within me that said, this is normal. And that's what I did. That's what we did, which led us here, which is so cool. And I can't even imagine where else it's going to lead us because we're obsessed with nature now. So that's like an example that doesn't involve money or business, but it does because everything is connected in the sense of what are you attaching to right now? What are the things that you think you have to quote unquote have, which having it is, is an illusion for you to feel a certain way? And how do you create that feeling of connectedness, of safety, of happiness, of joy, of whatever it is? How do you create that sense, that emotional reality right now? And the more and more you create that emotional reality and those little 1% shifts of I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you detach from the how and the when, like this has to come through or else I'm going to die kind of vibe. The more you're an emotional vibrational match for that thing. And who knows, it might not actually even be the thing that you desire and want. So you, you get to have the thing. I like to point people to not to like the actual thing. Sometimes it's important to have the thing, but for me, I like to point to the emotional state. Like you say you want a million dollars, but why? Like what, what is it that you want to feel? I want to feel like I'm in overflow. I want to feel like I'm, I'm have time freedom. Like then I'm going to point you to those things because when you start to create those emotional states as normal in your body, then you're starting to create a state where you're naturally a magnet to your million dollars. Cause you already are living in a million dollar lifestyle, right? You've already, you're already living and you are a vibrational match for that lifestyle. And that happens through this nervous system increments of becoming that version of you. And then also on the other hand, you have to realize you don't own or have anything. So you recognize that even just that whole process of like, I have to have or own something to make me feel X, Y, Z is all an illusion because you already have everything that you want or need, or else you wouldn't have it in your reality right now. (laughs) And what you get to choose to create is emotional states, because that's actually what you came here to do is to create emotional states and experience being an emotional human being. Okay. This was a fun transmission. I was glad, I'm glad that I brought this through. I hope that this has been enlightening for your Monday morning or whenever you're listening to this. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast, for subscribing, for leaving your likes and your comments and your reviews. It means so much to me that you're listening to this. It means so much to me that you are engaging with this because um, I absolutely love sharing my heart with you in this way. And it's so inspiring for me to be able to be on this platform. So please, please like subscribe, share, do your thing. And just know that I love you and I appreciate you and have a great rest of your day.